Hello and welcome to the PK Soccer Youth Coaching Podcast with me, Paul Kelshaw. During this time, I will be discussing many topics surrounding the youth game and what people like myself are doing to improve the standards of coaching, player development, spectator understanding and personal growth, especially here in the US. I'll be giving my opinion as well as talking to friends, colleagues, past and present, who have had a positive impact on my own personal coaching development but whom I also believe are having a positive impact in the game today. In today's episode, I will be reviewing Season 4 of the podcast. Season 4 of the PK Soccer Youth Coaching Podcast consisted of 20 interviews in several time zones with coaches based in the US, England, Northern Ireland and Australia. Season 4 was a mix of club, college high school and individual small group coaches. I interviewed eight coaches from my interactions on Twitter and Instagram, five former NOGA coaches, three NSCAA United Soccer Coaches coaches and two MLS Camps coaches. I started season four by interviewing Jack Rolfe, founder of the Coaching Lab and Match Play Cards. This was my first interaction with Jack as previous episodes had been with former colleagues or coaches I had met through my coach education. Once I had got my head around the 13-hour time difference, it was a pleasure to talk to Jack and learn more about how he formed the coaching lab and came up with the idea of match play cards. Jack has tremendous knowledge and work ethic when promoting the use of match play cards. I am personally a customer and I have used the cards to gamify practice as much as possible. I also recommend checking out Jack's webinars and coaching lab workshops as he continues to promote his product and his coach education. Episode 2 was with my Premier Diploma roommate, Nate Chatfield. Nate is a truly inspirational person and leader, both as a coach and father. His ability to instill life and passion into young people through soccer is to be admired. Nate continues to thrive in his new state and is now also sharing his valuable wisdom off the soccer field through the John Maxwell group and his Instagram posts. Episode 3, I was joined by my Twitter encounter and now social media friend Lee Dunn. I had talked to Lee in 2020 as a guest on his popular podcast, heads and volleys. I also enjoy my interactions with Lee as he always makes me think. He lives and breathes soccer and his outreach to the community is impactive. Not only does Lee make you think as a coach, he is constantly challenging himself to improve and coming up with different ideas to improve player and coach understanding. This way of thinking is evident in his podcast tweets and publications. I hope one day I get to meet Lee in person and thank him for his contributions to youth soccer in the US. In episode four, I spoke to Jake Essage. I also met Jake while attending the Premier Diploma in Elmhurst, Illinois, a suburb of Chicago. Jake has grown significantly as a coach since we first met progressing from assistant coach to head coach. He has clearly identified himself as a leader of young adults. I enjoyed learning about his role as head coach 
and how he's been implementing his own ideas and beliefs into his program. Jake is one of the nicest, most genuine coaches I have met, and although our encounters have been limited, they are cherished and valued. In episode 5, I took another step out of my comfort zone and interviewed Coach Yas from London, England. Episode 5 of the new season, and I had already interviewed coaches in five different time zones and three different continents. I enjoyed my talk with Coach Yas, especially about the FA and UEFA coaching pyramid, but I also enjoyed talking about podcasting in general. Like many of my guests, Coach Yas has continued to better himself through formal and informal education, even through the COVID pandemic. Coach Yas continues to break barriers and is always looking for ways to improve players and coaches as he, that he comes in contact with. Coach Yas continues to grow his network via podcast webinars and social media. His modern approach to coaching and education is a brush of fresh air. In episode six, I was able to regain contact with my former colleague, Jason Lee. Jason is one of several ex-Noga coaches I was able to reconnect with via the podcast. Although Jason's move to Kansas had its bumps in the road, it's always good to see a coach regain his purpose and continue to have a positive impact on youth coaching. Jason was the catalyst for me to regain contact with many ex-Noga coaches that I'll talk about later on in this episode. Episode 7 was my most popular podcast of the season 4. It was great to catch up with Eddie Hackett of Sousa Academy, Long Island. Eddie was an old colleague from MLS camps and we flew out together to Long Island via Newark back in 2005. Eddie isn't one to boast or share a lot via social media, so it was a pleasure to learn more about his personal and club growth here on Long Island. Episode 8, I was able to reconnect with another Premier Diploma coach. I had such a challenging but rewarding time in Elmhurst and was grateful for Coach Dirk Bennett's time. It was great insight into his role as a college assistant coach and how he has combined the role with his parks and recreation duties. It was also rewarding to share some thoughts and ideas that youth soccer players need to work on to stand out from the crowd when they are looking to be recruited. In episode 9, I spoke to Jason Collingworth of Playmaker Training. Jason is an extremely active coach on social media and I was intrigued by his indoor facility that is designed specifically for individuals and small group training. Jason's approach to training youth soccer players is honest and refreshing. There are no gimmicks, just a ball on the four walls and plenty of hard work and dedication. Jason continues to train players in his safe, climate-controlled facility. I give him a lot of credit for doing this throughout COVID. In episode 10, I reconnected with John Stewart. I worked with John back in 2005 for MLS camps and arguably we coached on one of my fondest camps to memory when we worked up in upstate New York. I really needed to make sure it's not another 16 years before we talk again. John has now established himself in Melbourne, Australia 
and is providing quality training for players of all different levels. It's also a pleasure to see a former colleague working well with mentors and good coaches. In episode 11, I welcome back Ben Scott. Ben is the first returning solo guest. I never get tired of talking to Ben and appreciate his friendship and mentorship. Ben puts his heart and soul into coaching and providing playing opportunities for a variety of different age groups. Ben is another example of a coach who, against all odds, improved himself during 2020. Ben completed the USSF C license in a blended format of in-person and remote learning. Ben's player-centered approach and dedication to formal and informal education through webinars, podcasts, and books is to be admired. Ben contributes and continues to give back to the community and is well worth a follow on Instagram and Twitter. Episode 12, I was able to reconnect with Gary Fowler. I worked with Gary in Los Angeles and Ventura County in California back in 2004. We actually reconnected over a pair of Adidas Predator boots I purchased at a local soccer shop here on Long Island. Gary has a lot of wisdom and he has taken that he has taken back to Northern Ireland. It's nice to see Gary implement some of his West Coast strategies and ideas into his hometown and really make his club feel like a real club. Gary also continues to grow as a coach and is currently studying towards his UEFA A license and master's degree. Episode 13, I was approached by a former colleague, Scott Gilman. I had worked with Scott at Noga Soccer and he was one of several coaches I hired for the company. Scott is such a genuine, kind person who absolutely loves the game. It's rewarding to see a coach like Scott mature into a successful teacher and coach. Scott overcame a serious knee injury that may have affected his playing career to some degree, but it didn't keep him off the pitch. Scott's role has helped his nephew's team and the wonders he has done for girls' soccer and women's soccer in the Kent area is to be applauded. Episode 14, I interviewed my first ever Burnley fan and fellow Lancastrian. I had followed Callum Booth on social media, but was eager to learn more about his role in Texas with FC Dallas. I found it rewarding to talk to Cal about his style of play and how he implements qualities he has observed from professional soccer and his youth players in Tyler, Texas. I also obviously enjoyed talking about England and Burnley off-air. Episode 15 was a huge privilege to talk to Scott McBride. Scott was one of my bosses, along with Dave Flower, when I first started coaching for Noga Soccer back in 2006. Noga was a huge part of my life, and I really enjoyed talking to Scott and thank him for giving him the appreciation he deserved in shaping my coaching career. Scott's ability to coach at all levels of the game is remarkable. His ability to give players and coaches confidence is well worth a listen. Episode 16, I had the rewarding opportunity to talk with another Twitter acquaintance. Although I had followed Ricky Powers on Twitter 
This was the first time I had the chance to talk to Ricky. Ricky went from working in the parts department of a car dealership to professional youth soccer coach. Ricky's hunger for knowledge and to better himself and the players around him is inspirational. He is always looking for new ideas to improve, challenge himself on and off the field. Episode 17 and 18, I reconnected with Eric Clement and Barry Beatty. Eric was another Noga coach I was able to connect with, but we actually met on the USSF National Youth Licence a few years earlier. Eric is another coach who has challenged himself as a coach via the USSF coaching licences and his own Coach Ed platform. Eric's rebirth as an elite-level coach in Florida is well worth listening to. Barry Beatty is a coach I hired for Noga Soccer, so it was rewarding to catch up and see how his career has flourished. His achievements as a high school and club coach are impressive. As Barry continues to thrive and improve the relationships and standards between club, high school and college soccer. I wrapped up season four by talking to two more coaches I've met through the Twitter platform. As many of my listeners already know, I get real enjoyment with my coaching engagement on Twitter and Instagram. Episode 19, I talked with high school coach and ID camp organizer, Ben Swalwell. It's always interesting to hear about how fellow coaches got their coaching opportunities, especially in the US. Ben is another coach who was hungry for knowledge and adventure. His journey from tourist to teacher is heartwarming, and some may even say romantic. Ben continues to pursue as many opportunities as possible to give his students an opportunity to play and study in college. Episode 20 was quite fitting that I talked to Dave Simpson, a.k.a. Dave Kaka. Dave is extremely vocal on Twitter. The podcast gave me the opportunity to get to know the real Dave and his thoughts on coaching and the game. This episode makes you cherish the importance of family and self-worth and how to embrace ourselves and bring out our own unique qualities into the people we work with. Season 4 gave me the opportunity to reconnect with former coaching course attendees and colleagues. This year I also stepped out of my comfort zone and talked with many new coaches from Europe, North America and Australia. A lot of the coaches I talked to have put value on education, gaining USSF, UEFA licenses or a bachelor's or master's degree. Early mornings, late nights, moving states, countries or even continents. A lot of coaches started as volunteers or summer camp, summer camp coaches. They were not afraid to ask and they were not put off by rejection or the bumps in the road that are inevitable in life, especially as a youth soccer coach. Thank you to all my guests for their generous time. I enjoyed the off-air chats just as much as the interviews. I would also like to thank all the people who have continued to listen to the podcast on all the emails, likes, retweets, five-star reviews on, Am on Apple Podcasts and the personal messages and DMs I continue to receive. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to the PK Soccer Podcast. Don't forget that you can follow me on Twitter at Paul Kelshaw, Instagram at Paul Kelshaw, like my Facebook page at PK Soccer Inc., or send an email paulkelshaw at pksoccer.org. I would also be grateful if you could give the podcast a review and a rating and share with your fellow coaches and friends. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.